Welcome to License Ball. I'm your host, Hip Hop. Be covering quite a few things on this show. Went to go check out Caleb Banks for the second time. Scored 29 points in both games. Guy like Rackham Up Jr., he's, he scores so fluently. Remind me of Jason Tatum. I'm going to do the Milton preview a little bit, talk about them. And I know some bad news on the social media, online, everything going to Metro Atlanta area about Milton. This broadcast is already planned before it end. Doing a little bit more research before we start recording this and shooting it. Popped up on my timeline. Two players made a bad mistake. So we got some positive stuff we can say about Milton. Lightening up the day for basketball and Milton people. And if y'all always wondering why my name is hip hop, because the hip is the hip is for being hip and what know what's going on. So you get I have my ear to the streets or the soil. And hop is the movement. So I put it into action. That's the word hip hop mean. That's why I'm called hip hop. So we got it. Each one teach one in school of youth. And for the longest, I've been tied in hand this pop rap, this drug, drug rap, this fantasy rap, where these guys could be a billionaire and run Fortune 500 companies and be a low-level drug dealer on the corner. And they influencing our kids, and our kids are trying to live vicariously through this music. That's why I think a lot of stuff is going on. They hear this music, they think it could be cool, and the people they listen to don't even sell drugs. They make millions of dollars. They don't. They might do drugs, but they don't even sell drugs. They're not dope boys. Selling a bag of weed on the corner is not a dope boy. You did once or twice in your lifetime while you was working at McDonald's. These guys need to quit. They influence our youth. Our youth are trying to live this dream, and the youth is going to jail. These rappers still out walking around. Holly, none of them get put up on charges. None of them go to Holly. None of them go to jail for the most part. But they promote this jail drug rap, and that's so sad. That's so sad. To, that is so sad that these players are falling for this trap. They are falling for this trap. Two players have their life ahead of them, in front of them. Now they fighting to be free, young free man. And my my hearts and prayers go out to the Milton basketball program and Coach Whitehart. We got an interview on, with him on here. We're gonna listen to him, listen to what he had to say about his team, upcoming team, and how he, he of beat. And it's just real. It's just it's just so it's so sad what happened to these guys. What happened to this team? How the team get distracted? They got to defend themselves. Ranked number one. In Georgia, well, my man Sandy Rankins, ranked number two on Max Prep. Anybody overcoming this with an experienced coach got it be done. But yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy, y'all. It's so crazy. We're gonna go ahead and jump in, and we got Kayla Banks on the on the line, and we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and bring him in.
Yeah, I got a little bit of technical difficulties bringing Caleb in. Man, a little bit sidetracked. I was going to bring this brother in. with the same answer so y'all can shoot if y'all please i'm here so i won't get fined i'm here so i won't get fined we welcome caleb banks to the show fayetteville county small forward committed to indiana university how you doing man i'm doing good i'm doing good that's what's up now i, I watch you i have watched you play twice now and you know you scored 29 points in both of the games. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So I'm going to play that lottery ticket tomorrow. I'm going to play 29-29 tomorrow. Let's see if I can get lucky. 29. <laughs> hey, hey, that's my work for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I came out and watched you today. You had a, a slow start against Atlanta Software Christian yeah, it was, Academy. Um, it was a pretty slow start. I, I, it was a fast start and a slow start. I came out, hit two threes off the rip. Then things slowed down for me. Um, this on the job. I, I would say probably for the Lions, the one time we had three freshmen in there, and the big man that's playing fresh varsity minutes he never played before. So this is just something playing with the people. You score with ease. You score very easy. And the whole way home, I've seen enough of you play, and I was trying to think. I can't say I've seen enough of you, but I've seen enough to make a comparison. So I was trying to figure out who you remind me of, even I know you got Kobe on your social media thing. The player, I'm going to tell you, he patted his game around Kobe too. Because you score with ease, and you stroke the ball. Your stroke is so easy. It's, it's so fluent. It kind of reminds me of Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum? Uh-huh. That's actually that's actually one of my favorite players right now. One of the players I watch. Yeah, yeah. And I, I've been knowing Jason Tatum since he was fourteen. I've been watching him transition from a point guard to a small forward, and that's what you uh, really remind me of. Because you start off, like you said, you hit those two back-to-back threes. Then um, I think you kind of rush your shot a little bit because you knew your team needed you, and then you let the game come to you, and then. It's like the floodgates was open. Yeah, that's what I think happened too. Um, yeah, I think I played better the second half. First half, so if I really had it, I like those. I wish I could probably have more points, probably in high thirties, like like this. I see what everybody was telling me about you that you had the potential to score forty, and I could see uh, it. I, I could, that's easy. That's old hat because you had twenty-one points in the second half. Yeah. And my yeah. number is right. You had about eight rebounds and about four or five assists. And some nice monster yeah. dunks. Appreciate it. Yeah, I think I definitely could be a 40 point scorer. I just gotta. Just probably just walk off. I'm gonna just go back and watch the fans, see if I can do better. Got you. What's your career high? My career high? Mm-hmm. Uh, 42 or 43 against Tri Cities last year. Okay. I suspect you're going to break that this year. Not even thinking about it. You're not. You're going to be in the flow of the game. You're not going to even realize it until after the game. Somebody's going to tell you that. That's what I think. Yes, sir. Hopefully, hopefully my goal this year is probably get a have a fifty point game. That's one of my goals. Those had those Indiana fans going wild. And yeah. What do you think about those Indiana fans? How much love they show you? Hey, they show major love. Um, they support you with any um, accomplishments you have, really. 
So I just appreciate it. It's a good feeling, really. It's pretty much anything you post online on social media, the Indiana fans gonna at least give you twenty. Yeah. I mean, not twenty, two thousand, three thousand views or something, and a bunch yeah, of likes. Anything. Yeah, they always, they always in tune. Like, they just love. I just, I just love how they love uh, supporting me and just any other basketball, anything that has anything to do with them. They has. Don't quote me on this. I think they have the most basketball courts in the country. Most basketball courts in the country. Courts. Yeah, pretty much anywhere you go, you're gonna find at least a half court somewhere. They have the uh-huh. most. If I remember correctly, because I'm from Chicago, and I'm if, if I remember correctly, I was told they have the most basketball courts in the country. Okay, well, that's interesting. I did not know that. They love basketball up there. They really love their basketball. And they've been sure. hungry. They are hungry for another Big Ten title. Mm-hmm. And so you go in there, and they're really happy about that. They put them in contention with you and other guys coming in, have a good chance of doing that. That's I think they got a pretty good chance. I think they got a pretty good chance this year, too. Yeah, got a good coaching staff. They, they really do. They got a good coaching staff. Woodson mm-hmm. is a, he been all around the NBA, played played there, so he know what it takes. He know he know when he look at when he see a a D one NBA player, he really do. We're doing that. What what made it your choice to go so far away from home? Um, so far away from home. Uh, originally I want always want to stay close to home, but uh, I feel like. I always leave for the school that's that's just right. So I feel like that was any other was just the right, a right, just the right move, a right move for me to risk and going far from home. Really, I can see doing big things there. Everybody got a that's ceiling, it. then they have what you realistically can hit, and going there and you build your body up. They probably already talked to you about it because. The Big Ten is a little bit yeah. more physical, so you build your body up and take that contact and yeah, to adapt your game to being a little bit more aggressive because that league is a little bit different from the ACC. I think it's the best league in college basketball. I think the Big Ten is like how SEC is in football. That's how the Big Ten mm-hmm. is in basketball. It's just like when you when you go there and you play next year, everywhere mm-hmm. you go gonna be sold out. Yeah, they're gonna be going crazy. He gonna be on the road. And they gonna, the gym gonna be packed. You'll be at home. The gym gonna be packed. And Indiana travels right. too, so they can get a ticket. They gonna be somewhere watching you play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm actually going to a game this weekend. I'm going to the um, they play. I think Louisiana Tech. If I'm not correct, if I'm correct, you gonna be home away from home. <laughs> you, might, you might call your coach and your and your parents say, "Hey, I'm." Uh, I'm just gonna come up here six months early, man. They, I, I can't go nowhere. They won't let me go. I want to hang out. Like that. <laughs> yeah, that's how I was feeling. So yep. much love over there. I remember when I went to my visit. Uh, people, it's like, like everybody already knew me. Like, I think I got to stand in the pause when I walked in, um, get eat dinner. And just people just knew me, just walking around. They do their homework on their players. Oh yeah, they do mm-hmm. their homework. They really do. They do their homework and they search the internet every night and see if they can find anything on you to retweet 
and put on message boards. They love their basketball. I can't wait. So I know you're looking forward to that. That's going to be with your official visit? Uh, no, I already took my official visit. I already took two official visits there. This one just for this, uh, just me and my family want to go out there and just catch a real live game. Oh, no, there's nothing wrong with that. Oh, man, that's you're going to love it. You're going you're gonna to enjoy that big time. You're going to big time enjoy that. One thing I, you said, you come from a family of athletes, your dad and your mom and your sister. Mm-hmm. When did you knew you had the juice to play this game? When did I know? Mm-hmm. Um, I'll probably say um, my last year in middle school and how I transitioned to high school basketball. That's what? when I really knew I could really be something. Was there a particular game where it's, it's a team you, had, you you couldn't beat or as a player, always had your number, and that one day you got over the hump and say, no, I could play this game. I, I could play this game at a high level. Um, you said, was there a particular player or, oh, or a game? game? Yeah, where you said you got in the car, you went, you got in the car with your parents and you were leaving the game. You got in the, got in the car. It's like, I'm, I got over the hump. I could play this um, game. Well, it was, yeah. Yeah, I showed up and like, I remember um, my eighth grade class and my ninth grade assembly. Uh, I would show up in big time games. Like, at first, I, I started getting the summer on the bench and as a freshman, I started as a freshman during the season, but I used to just outplay the seniors and have better games than the seniors, just being more of an all-around player. So that's what when I really knew I had a chance. Yeah, I, it's kind of funny you said that because you seem like the type of player that the better your teammates are, the better you play. And it seemed like mm-hmm. if you, if your, any of your teammates are better than you or just as good as you, it actually brings your game up to a higher level where that game you'd be better than them. You you'll show up. It just it's like a, a good positive competitiveness is what I seen like I see in your game. Uh, I'm with you on that one. Because it seems like the game on the offensive end, it seems like the game come very easy to you. Mm-hmm. It does, know. and you could get bored out there real quick because as soon as you get your concentration back, the next thing you know, we got you, you got nine points, you got three trays in a row. And then mm-hmm. you're back in the ball game, focus. Next, you know the team don't know where to hit them. You got you got them for twenty. Yeah, I feel like that would happen tonight. Actually, uh, just hit them with something that third quarter. It's a player. Uh, I don't know. I think you heard it. He's a Big Ten player, but he he had a fallout. He played at Illinois. He, how you stroke the ball, my man, him Jamal. His, his name was Jamar Smith. Oh, yeah. He came in the game. Illinois was down by 16 points, and they kind of called the game off. They put him in the game. They ended up losing the game by five points. He hit like three or four straight threes in a row. Just came out court. At the half court, just pile. They got to stop. Pile. Another one. Got to stop. Pile. Next thing you know, nine straight points, and then they down like by six now. And they're calling the game off for like a minute and something left for change. I actually never heard of him, but I'm interested to see more more about him. I guess I'll look him up. Yeah, he 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 had too much on his mind. So if he had to do it all over again, I think he'd do something, do it different. 
And because he didn't finish out, he didn't graduate, he didn't finish out there. But he, the little time he was what there, he what was, position was he? Shooting guard. Shooting guard. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'll like send you a link on it. If I can find something on, I'll send you a link on him. That just popped up what in my this? head. How quick you stroke and you, you go rack them up. So I gave Jordan mm-hmm. Adams. I'm familiar with Jordan Adams with the Atlanta Celtics, when alumni oh, yes, Celtics. Yeah, I nicknamed yes, him uh, "Rack 'Em Up," and people, rack em up. yeah, people huh. and him was like, "Why you call me Rack 'Em Up?" But so you never seen a three point contest? What they do in a oh, three yeah. point contest? They rack them up. Yeah, I've heard the shooters at. Mm-hmm. And I know he's a shooter. Yeah, that's right. They they sit that track. They they put that rack out, put the balls on the rack, and just let you go to work. That's why I named them the Rack 'Em Up. Rack 'Em Up, yeah. Adams. It's a pleasure having you on the show, man. We'd love to have you on again sometime in the future. Oh, no problem, no problem. Thanks for uh, coming out and watching me play. Oh, man, we love you, man. You, you, you're going to see a lot of me, and it's, mm-hmm. it's like an easy way for me to do a cheat sheet. You're one of the best players in the country, and you're 20 minutes from my house. Okay, cool. So if I can't make, I can't make it to another game, I can at least come to games in the area and watch you play. Because you're going to play some other – I think y'all play Jonesboro sometime this year or something, too, so – I got a couple of players on that on that on that team too. If you want me to send you the um, schedule. Oh, I love to have that. So I can see more games okay. in. We're gonna make sure you get baptized too. Baptized? Mm-hmm. What okay. I mean by that is you can get baptized in Georgia too. Jen Ryan and did a mixtape on you. Okay, say that again. I said you haven't got got baptized to Jim Rat uh-huh. and Cider have done a mixtape on you. Okay. Jim Rat and Cider. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did Jalen Brown. What Ryan Harrell. What, what's that what's that guy's name from Miller Grove? The point guard Al Tariq. We did stuff on him. I mean you name the players, we did stuff on him. Any any of these schools, Jalan. We came from Westlake to Wheeler. Okay. Yeah, so many players we have done. Jordan Adams. Uh, that's, yeah. My, that's my coach son. Oh, my old AAU coach son, Jordan Adams. Yep, uh-huh. Yep. Uh-huh. Yep. So we appreciate you, man. No problem. No problem. That guy's a very sharp individual. You gotta love him. Student of the game, I said about a player that doesn't even pertain to him. And he said he's gonna look him up and check the player out. This just show me how much a student of a game he is. And he said he got off to a so start. And he's gonna go back and watch the film and see what he could do different. Me looking from the outside in watching the game. Just start off stronger with more energy and more communication with will also help the brother out, you know, and get to the free throw line. Cause they Tina is playing that's like their Super Bowl championship. So they came out there firing, doing all they can to try to do a get an upset. Didn't happen. Second half, scored 21 points. This guy can score fast. He's like a microwave. I gotta come up with a nickname for this brother. I gotta think for a while and watch him and learn his personality. He has like a Tim Duncan personality. Come to play, 
but with that pucker face, you know, two or three bangs came down the lane and did a, like a LeBron dunk, then got a two hand baseline dunk in the second half to put him out their misery. This guy gonna average thirty a game this year as a senior. Indiana, you got you a good one. You know I'm gonna be watching you play Illinois. I won't be. I'll be rooting for you, but I won't be rooting for Indiana when you play them next year. This brother, the ceiling is not the ceiling. The sky is the is the limitations for him. And we're gonna go. Got up next on the deck. That's Milton High School. Milton High School is the favorite to win the national, not the national championship. They plan for national. They want to play for the national championship. You know, I got football on my mind. A lot of big games come on this weekend. Even it's a basketball podcast, but state championship. They the front runners. Went one and zero against Roswell. Beat Roswell the other night. Made 16, three, 16 threes in that game. They just on fire. 83 to 47 with the score. 1 and 0 for the start of the season off. Then they had some bad news. It's an idle time, it's a devil's workshop. That's why you got to stay in the gym and keep yourself busy and be with family and be with strong influencers. If you're not an influencer yourself, so these things will happen. So they had a little distraction. I know they're going to bounce back up on their feet. We're now on the Cal Sandy's rankings. They are ranked number one out of class 7A for the first week. And then he has Newton number two, Barknark number three, Grayson number four, Pebblebrook number five, Norquinette number six. Archer number seven. You got Norcross's eight. Now I haven't seen all these teams play, but man, Norcross got to be in your top five. They got to be. But as the season go on, more weeks they get more accurate. And then it's a very big surprise. There's two surprising ones for me. He got in his rankings, and one of them down the street for me. But this first one's not. It's a hike to get there. Is Etowah High School. He has Etowah High School number nine. So Kyle get out a lot and see a lot of basketball. If he got them on there, they got to have some ballers on there. Number 10 at East Quieta. That's right down the street from me. They got some ball players, I guess. But I suspect Milton still have a big season. They're going to lose single digit games. And win double-digit games. Coach Whitehart, he got this under control. He knows exactly what he's doing. He's been doing this for a while. And when you listen to this interview, you're going to see this coach is a vet. He wanted the best around. He's getting his recognition nationwide and around the way when you hear this interview. And you're going to see why so much of a good coach he is and some of his responses and the questions he he answered. So we're going to go ahead and bring this in, interview in so everybody can hear this. Hey, I'm just here so I don't get fined. 
So y'all can sit here and ask me all the questions y'all want to. I'm going to answer with the same answer, so y'all can shoot if y'all please. I'm here so I won't get fined. I'm here so I won't get fined. Are we beginning, Coach Whitehart from Milton High School, state champions from last year. How you doing, Coach? I'm doing well. How about yourself? Doing good. It's been a long time since I, I talked to you, man. I started a family, got a promotion at work, so I ain't been in the gym like I normally have and catching all this good basketball going on in Atlanta. You haven't missed anything, man. It's the same thing it was when you left. Coach is <laughs> trying to win. Players trying to get better. I hear that. Yeah, I see um, y'all ranked number two in the country on max prep. Yeah, we, we, we really don't look into that. I mean, it's kind of cool when you when you look at it from from you know a bird's eye view. But man, it's still you still got to come in every day, do your job. Kids got to work hard. You still got to you still got to go through the process of getting better as you go along. So great that people recognize that we've had success, but on, on the flip side, man, you still got to do your job. And that's your second state championship, right? No, it's my first. I played I played for four overall. Oh, okay. I thought you won no, one at Buford. No, no. I played for two there. Played for one at Centennial, two at Buford. Now I played for this one at Milton and finally got over the hump and got a W. So um really excited to finally get that um, behind me. How did it feel to get it off the monkey off your back? You know, it, it, you know, it, you, know I, you never know how you're going to feel. And when I woke up the next morning, my mind completely went to this coming season, man. I mean, you know, it was great to get it. Yeah, so, I mean, it, and it's the same thing if you lose your last game. It's like, okay, what's next? So, it felt good to win it, but it, but on, on the flip side, you know, it, it didn't change the way I approach it. Um, you know, I'm still hungry for another one. Um, and, you know, you still go about the process of saying, okay, where do we go from here? I got you. What's the secret on you coach a lot of big time players, players playing in NBA overseas, high major D one. What's the secret on players love playing for you and they're attract attracted to you and your program? I think it's trust. I think it's trust and truth. I mean, I think they trust that I'm gonna um, put their best, you know, interests first. But I, I think it's also me being truthful with them and them understanding that it's, it's all about development and the process of getting them better and getting them ready. Um, they essentially become my family. Um, the kids who play for me years later, they still come to my house for dinner. Like Lorenzo um, was just Lorenzo Brown. When he, every time he's in, we, he always comes over for dinner with my family. Um, and I think, you know, the kids are the kids who play for me currently, Bruce Thornton, Kane and Carlisle, they're, they're at my house regularly. And I think it's that family environment that, it's more than basketball. I think that that's really big in the way that we approach the game and the way that we love these kids, not for what they are, but for who they are. That's a great point. I, it's like I knew that, but you like spelled it out to me because kids not stupid. They can sense that you just want them on the mm-hmm. basketball team or they can sense you really care about them. They really know. Yeah, I mean, it, it's so much bigger than basketball. I mean, you know, I mean, we're winning games. Really, the wins and losses are going to come 40 years from now when they are not only when they're parents, but when they're grandparents. When the, some of the lessons hopefully they've learned through our program, um, they instill that in their kids, and then their kids instill that in their grandkids. And then we're going to really see that 
you know, that forward progress. Because I don't think it's the first generation where lessons are really learned. I think it's the second generation and it's the lineage of what you're trying to um, um, push out. Then it's learned and then it's taught again and then it's learned again. So I think that's really, as a grandparent, these young men are really going to be sit, be able to sit in their rocker on the porch, look out over the yard while their grandkids play, and then you're really going to see what's been instilled in them. Man, that's, that's that's deep right there. That's real good. So you explain even more why players like playing. If I played, I could, playing right now, I want to play for you. This is how you're explaining all that because um, I'm big into Chinese numerology, and my life pattern is a six, and that translates into family and home. So when I played, I'm always a team player, and I always put the team first just because of my life pattern. And I actually won a a rec ball championship doing numerology. I had a guy at work. He looked at the names and he told me all the players were good and I should have drafted. And then we already evalu- evaluated all the players and he was picking pretty much every single player. And he's giving me other players that I didn't even think about drafting in a little league. I did and end up winning the championship. Yeah, I think, I think it's, I think it's connection. I mean, you know, it, you know, it, it, that old, old school adage, it's not, they don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that goes into it. Kids want to know that, man, you're all about who they are as a person. And when, and then I think it shows on the floor, man. When you're, when you're kids, I mean, we scrimmaged the other night. We had all five starters and double figures. They share the ball. And I think when you're building that culture of, man, it, it, it's about the whole versus the individual. Um, we preach it every day in our program. I mean, our culture, I feel like our culture is airtight. Do we have our down days? We have rough moments. Sure, we're human. But I think overall, man, our culture is based off of selflessness. I mean, every kid doesn't care who gets the credit as long as we win. Gotcha. So what you're expecting out of this season now and what's your goals? I know I know championship, but like in more in detail, what's your goals for the season for this team? Because you got a national schedule. Man, I just want to get better daily. I mean, I, you know, I tell the kids all the time, scoreboard's going to take care of itself. I feel like if we do what we're supposed to do and we get 1% better daily, I mean, when it all comes down, if we've gotten better every day with the amount of talent that we have on our roster, I mean, we'll, we'll, be, we'll be right there in the end um, to be the best team that we can be. I don't get called up. You know, we talk about winning a state title, which that's a goal the kids have um, set forth. And then we want to get back to Geico's, not only get to Geico's again, but we want to get to Geico and, and win. I mean, we have the talent to do that. Mm-hmm. What are some of the key pieces on the team that are going to help y'all reach these goals? I mean, you know, Bruce Thornton, Kane and Carlisle. I mean, you know, both five-star um, guards that are veteran. Um, Chase Cormier, um, Cameron Walker. I mean, all those guys are Division One basketball players. Jonathan Murray, another Division One player. Seth Fitzgerald will play Division One basketball. And then we've got kids that have been in our program. Um, Michael Feinberg. We've got a freshman that's going to be in the rotation in Avery White. Um, I think with all of those kids, we're going to have an opportunity. LT Overton, number one player in the country in football, but also a top 100 basketball player. Um, it's started ever since he's been a freshman. I mean, when you put all those kids together in our culture, man, I feel really good of where we are and who we, we can compete with on a uh, on a national level. I appreciate you joining the show, Coach. And 
That's a mouthful. And I can't wait to come out and see y'all this year. Check y'all out. Let me know, man. Our gym's always open. Anything I can do to help you, you know. Man, I get, I'm a phone call or a text away. We'd love to have you out. And um, most importantly, man, I'm all about being um, grateful for for people who do the right things and do it the right way. So I want to be honest and tell you that I'm I'm grateful for not only you doing this, but for what you do for these kids in basketball and the friendship that you and I have developed over the years. So I'm very grateful. Yeah, I, I appreciate you saying that because I made zero money off this. I just want to get kids exposed. That's why. I, that's why I'm making it a point to tell you how grateful we are for what you do and how selfless you are in promoting the game of basketball and these young men who go out and compete every day. It's people like you that make this industry the right thing rather than the wrong thing. So I'm not, we're grateful at Milton High School for what you do. All right, thanks. Now, as you see, coach on his A game. He's going to stay on his A game. He's going to figure this out. You see why players want to play for him. He can't be two places at the same time. It's not a reflection of him. Coach is a good coach. They'll rally back. That's not going to stop them from their goals, their end game. Shouts out to the, all the players and parents. Stay focused. Don't lose your head. You know the bigger goal goal is for this it's going to be a little bit of distraction but the best way to get rid of distraction is go out there and play and practice hard and just master your craft and get that second state championship rank number one in the state rank number two at max prep so it's going to take a little bit of hit but I think they're going to bounce back they're going to bounce back strong and and make sure they get what they need. Take another picture and put it on social media, holding up that trophy, smiling in late March. And get it done. I want to appreciate and thanks Caleb Banks and Coach coming on the show, discussing basketball. Please follow us and like, retweet, post this to like minds. You can find us on all the platforms, except for Apple as right now. Apple's have rejected the podcast. It's got to be some technicalities. got to be submitted back. So you can't find it on Apple right now, but you can find it on everywhere else. And we're working on that. You still can find it. You can find search for it on Safari. You can find it on Google. Please like and subscribe and share this. Let everybody know they got a place where they can be, boys can be heard and can hear what's going on and grassroots basketball even heck the NBA because we got NBA players was in the grassroots we, we cover these guys too so we can cover the NBA college what's going on all all those good things so it's going to be getting ramped up and more and more shows and all that it's going to be a weekly podcast sometimes twice a week appreciate you listening to us till next time be one